is in the know for Tuesday, November 8th, the 312th day of 2022. There are 53 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It's election day. Get out and exercise your vote, uh, your right to vote today, if you have not already. And how long is it going to remain warm and dry? Well, we'll tell you that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Well, I'm confident. I'm confident you did not win the Powerball last night since you're sitting over there this morning. I thought that uh, nobody won. I thought That's, they still I, had figured out a winner. I didn't know if they had a winning number or not. Well, I knew last night was the drawing, and the drawing was delayed. But I don't know why it was delayed. But all I know you is... You see, I can't tell whether that means that there is a winner or... Some people said they're waiting for the mail-in tickets to come in. <laughs> figure out who the winner might be but you did not win because you're sitting here well considering i didn't buy a ticket i think it's probably pretty good odds that i did not so what you're saying is you knew before the drawing that you weren't the winner correct and even you would think if you won a 1.6 billion dollar lottery that you would be a billionaire but no by the time it was all said and done you'd still be less than a billionaire even if you won a 1.6 billion you know i i think i'd be okay with 800 million dollars or however much you'd figure out how a way to stretch it and make it last well that's good you got to be frugal over there and make it last a long way over there in chair number three we say good morning and welcome back first baptist church knows him as the worship and discipleship minister the internal revenue service knows him as dennis c cook you lovingly know him as the name's Yukon Cornelius. You Yukon Cornelius. Morning, humble bubble. That's good. How you doing? You know, I haven't seen Joey yet today. Yes, Just no. talking about the combo with Sam. You know, ah. he big lottery player. <laughs> <laughs> always playing the numbers. I oh bet. yeah, always yeah, playing the numbers. Always got his. You got to watch him playing without a doubt. So I take it you didn't win the lottery either. No, I don't play. Well, maybe your I... accountant hasn't called you yet to tell you that you won. Oh, hey, I'm sure man. he oversees all your affairs. Oh yeah. yeah. Is that well, Joe, is that Joey calling in on line one there? With, uh, <laughs> you yeah. know, the same guy handles all your Cook Ranch publishing rights. Probably handles your lottery tickets. True. True. Yeah. I, I did have uh, I, I had a, a fun exchange with you on Friday evening. I happened to know that you were uh, out on a bro night. Was it? I, that's I'll call it a bro night. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we just had to get away a little bit. Yeah. So you, you know, you, yeah. were, you were out on a bro night, and I was home watching Cougar Conversations. Yes. At halftime, yes. and so I took great delight in just sending you the following quote. In quotations, I wrote, <laughs> I don't know much words, and then I attributed said quote to Alex Cook, and that's all I sent to you. And I thought, well, this should be fun. I was a little disappointed that in the picture at the restaurant you were at that Cougar football wasn't on on at least one of those TVs. I was begging them. 
Yeah, well, they, they probably weren't smart. They're probably old-fashioned TVs yeah. that, that aren't that aren't smart. Uh, but then I pretty quickly got a what back, <laughs> and so I gave. I think I said yeah. it would only be your child. That yes. in explaining why the dictionary app is his one of his top two go to apps, that he would he would offer testament to re- the reason that is because. I don't know no, much, much words, and I thought, no. brilliant. You know, this honesty cannot be <laughs> overlooked in today's society. It really can't. That's right. He, he should be credited. God love him. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, I, I was – the question that I was the most excited to hear the answer for was his concession stand answer because yeah. he is a concession stand connoisseur. He, he and, and cheeseburger, I, I mean, I wasn't – I, I thought he was maybe going to go off the wall a little bit. Cause, he was a little under pressure, man. Because yeah. <laughs> I know he likes candy. So yes. I didn't know. I didn't Soda. know if he was going to throw. I mean, really, really anything they got. If you've not seen Cougar Conversations, it's on our yes. our YouTube channel. It uh, features Alex Cook and Cole Snyder, and uh, Sam does rapid fire with them, where he kind of just puts them on the spot for their rapid fire answers, and that's where the gold is right there because <laughs> they don't really see them coming, and you alternate at least at least on an alternating basis. The other one gets about a ten second head start yeah. while the other one figures yeah. it out. So it was it was fun, but it did produce such lines which will go down in history. Uh, I don't know much words. How is that not up on the? I was going to say I, I'm surprised it's not <laughs> your whiteboard on the whiteboard. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, maybe tomorrow. Today just. Vote, yeah, on, vote the, on the whiteboard. Sunny and warm for your election day. We're going to see warm, dry weather through Thursday. The tropical system remnants after the uh, Nicole comes ashore down in Florida will break up and bring us a rain chance before a cold front into the weekend. That uh, remnants of Nicole will bring the potential for heavy rain showers primarily east of I-65 on Friday. That's why ours is only a 30% chance, but that doesn't mean we can rule out a chance for rain as that moves through. But uh, Saturday, then behind that front, you'll see 40s and as the highs. What is that little thing on Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah, uh, Uh here's what I'd like to caution everyone against. Uh, This is the time of year when I like to really remind everyone that our weather partners at WAVE cover a very big area, and they are in the center of their area, and we are in the extremes. That, that That S word's not ready yet. Off to the north of the Louisville metro area, I think there is a... Small chance of some wintry precipitation Mm-mm. about a week from now. Mm-mm. Since we've no place to go. Sunny and 69 today, <laughs> even warmer tomorrow. <laughs> Turn his mic on. Clear and 43 tonight. Sunny and 78 for tomorrow. Enjoy your Wednesday and your Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and Friday won't be terrible, but after that comes through. By the way, get your stuff done early on Friday because... The, your high for the day on Friday is going to be early in the day, and then the temperature will slide behind it. So we'll say 64 is your high for Friday, and that's true. But by Friday afternoon, you'll think, I thought they said the high was 64. Well, it was, but mm-hmm. it was about 7 a.m. When, yeah. when it was the high. It's Election Day here in the Commonwealth and across the country. You've got local races. You have a... 
you don't really have any state officer races, if you will, but you do have a U.S. Senate race in Kentucky that's being decided upon on who our uh, representative will be, who our junior senator will be in the United States Senate beginning in January. But around the glo- around the country, you've got places like Georgia, you have Arizona, you have Nevada, you have Wisconsin, you have Pennsylvania. And I think those are the primary Republicans need six seats to take control of the Senate and Democrats only need to keep the five because they have the vice president among their voting block. So it should be, you know, it it should be close. That's why they've been working so hard. $350 million spent in the Fetterman Oz race. And one of the reasons it's so expensive is you got two really expensive TV markets in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, and that has helped add to the weight. But it shows the importance. The fighting over that seat is um, is tremendous between the two parties. So when will we know the outcome of some of those races? I hope it's uh, sooner rather than later. We have some local races. You've got a city council race where you got 12 candidates vying for six seats. You have two mayoral candidates in Clarkson, you have less than you have three names on the ballot. Unfortunately, we lost Bob Vincent just a week or so ago, so they're really just two candidates. Although three appear on the ballot for four seats, so they will, you know, that that's not a contested race. In fact, they'll have to be. Uh, I know that one person is writing as a write-in. As they well, are writing as, as, as a write-in, so they'll they'll work out the math on that, and then I think you have a. Uh, have five people for four seats in Caneyville, I think. Um, and then you've got some appeals court judges and Supreme Court justice for the state. And then you've got, the, you know, as I mentioned here locally, you got the Charles Booker and the and the Rand Paul race. You do have the Hank Linderman and Brett Guthrie, which is, you know, technically a contest. I don't figure that's going to change. Um, but really, there's just not a lot of... Not a lot to get excited about today. I know I will be at least singing a song while I vote for at least one candidate because it's still stuck in my head. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you for that this morning. <laughs> you know exactly which one I'm going to be singing, too. And it's not leading with Evelyn. <laughs> it's um, Jay Hard. I heard that one yesterday. From, yeah, that from Matt, Matt was singing yeah. from his Middlesbrough. Days. Well, I'm surprised they haven't pulled up the one that that uh, we we played a couple most a lot, especially uh, during the show. Yeah, well, that one that one had they did play one yesterday that is an actual race right now that's being decided. They uh-huh. typically won't give because they could they could fall victim of uh of putting their thumb mm. on the scale by playing right. too many current ones but i still remind I, I don't think anyone i've never had anyone come up to me and solve my age-old trivia question on who used the ghostbusters theme mm-hmm. here locally in the 80s seeking elected office they turned the ghostbusters theme into a jingle for the corner one pva pva okay mm-hmm. one ernie perkins i know that it was it was not. I've still yet to have anyone that's walk awesome. up and go, I know who it was. And that's one of the reasons I won't say it out loud because I'm just thinking someday, someday someone's just going to walk up to me and say a name and I'm going to go, you got it. That's uh, that's who it was. So anyway, I guess we'll uh, – our coverage tonight, so this is one of the – we told you back in the spring there were some contested races, but it was, it was too big to ignore, not big enough to go full-blown election coverage. And really, it's even worse here locally 
as far as full-blown election coverage. So you can see the totals at K105.com. They'll be being posted from the Grayson County Courthouse. You'll see the totals in there because really the only thing we're tracking are city council, Litchfield mayor, and we're tracking technically there are two people in the sheriff's race. You got the Booker and Paul race. Rand Paul is going to win that in Kentucky, and he's going to win it in Kentucky, but we're going to track the votes because you need to know the the margin that we're there. And the constitutional amendments are on there today. By the way, I got those backward yesterday on which one was the long one. I think I attributed the long one to being the more complex one, but it's the state, it's the executive powers one. Uh, which is the ha, is the wordy one, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll you, if you've not been to the voting place yet, uh, you'll you'll find that out. But I think I'll, so I need the dictionary app. Yeah, do your do your research for both of those. You to need make to learn. Sure you, know. you need to learn much words in order <laughs> no, to before you go to to figure those out. The governor is promoting a new prison to work program. By the way, our coverage as soon as they start cranking out numbers, we don't know when those will be. Um, Usually about. 20 after 6. Yeah, I mean, you'll probably get the absentee mail-ins relatively quick. And then after that, not too long after that, you'll get the uh, early excused. Then they'll start to just come in slowly. But we don't control that. You know, we we mm-hmm. let them do their process, and we just take the output of their system and plug them into ours. And so just follow along at K105.com and just refresh so off. Go to the website. Yeah, okay. K105.com, refresh often. And by the way, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. The last two times we've done elections, we tried to do live cameras inside the courthouse just to keep people, like, updated on what. And then so we ran into two things. Uh, One, there's no sound. Or two, we don't like this music. So you complain enough, you just don't get anything. And that's kind of how the way I've started, you know, treating things. Like, really? You don't appreciate what's being done for you? All Mm -hmm. right, we won't do it. Yeah. We don't have to. Don't forget to give compliments, too, you know, because sometimes the most vocal are the most negative. So it's, no. it's, it's, it's You ever important. encountered that, Dennis? Not that I recall. Okay, all right, good. Good. I'm, I'm happy someone has been able to avoid that. Mm-hmm. Governor Bashir yesterday promoted a prison-to-work initiative aimed at offering second chances for Kentucky's inmates by having jobs lined up for them before they leave custody. The goal is to match inmates with Kentucky businesses in need of workers by allowing employers to virtually interview prisoners. Inmates will also receive help in writing resumes and preparing for interviews with prospective employers. The goal is for reentering inmates to have a job offer and ready to start to work the day they walk out of the gate. That's according to the Justice and Public Safety Secretary. Bashir's administration is teaming with the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce to promote the initiative. It will be offered at all 13 state prisons and 19 local jails that house state inmates. Now, That's great. I know that we have federal inmates at the Grayson County Detention Center. I don't know for certain. We may house state some state. I know we have contract to house other people. I know the majority of those historically have been federal. So I can't tell you whether Grayson County Detention Center is or is not impacted by this. But I will tell you this. There are, I'm sure, pitfalls to this and there are growing pains to this. But when you can't find enough people to work and fill the vacancies that you have, it is hard to expect that you can grow your economy by adding more opportunities. The people that are currently incarcerated also represent a generation that has been decimated by opioids, some through permanent, some through permanency by way of fatality, 
some by way of they can't get on their feet when they do get out, and when you don't have anything to be productive at, you just go back to making the same right. bad choices that you did before. Mm-hmm. So there will be someone, you know, there will be someone who goes to work in some place and they steal something, or they break something, or they commit another crime. Or let's not let that be the thing that says, "See, that's why this program is bad." People are begging for people to show up and do jobs. And that's one of the biggest problems when people are released from custody. Well, what do I do now? Right. You know, I don't have any prospects. Mm -hmm. I just go stay with somebody until, and I got a bunch of idle time, and we know what the proverb is about idle time. I mean, it's it's like in college, when you're a senior, they'll have job fairs. It's or you go, same, you walk through. It's, it's, it's like thing. I think they should do the same thing at, at prisons. It's talk like, to farm, through, talk through. to farmers about how impossible it is to get people to show up and do the jobs mm-hmm. that the lo, those of us who like to eat are expecting to be done. Mm-hmm. And farmers go, well, I, I don't have anybody to show up and work. So I think this is. I think this can really be beneficial to people who. I think it can reduce the recidivism rate. I think it increases rehabilitation rates, and I think it uh, it fills vacancies that Kentuckians desperately need to have filled. And it's always an excellent thing to teach life tools, yeah. coach them through, teach them to fish. You know, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Teach them to fish, and then maybe fishers of men. Hey, my goodness! Good first segment. Uh, should we quit with that, or should I, I keep going? So. I had more. Let's keep going for a minute and let's see what happens. You're rolling the dice. Sam, when you went to Graves County a few weeks ago, did you all drive through downtown Graves County, uh, d- downtown Mayfield? We did. In fact, I, I even have it planned out for you. Look at this. I knew you see? had mentioned Look you were that. able oh, to see it. Yes. And you could see, like, the courthouse and those, and how sad it was. That's an understatement. It was. There it is. Oh, wow. Right there. Uh-huh. That is now demolished. That is, that, that is completely so out the day, of the way. The day we were there was the day they began it. Oh, really? Okay, Correct. so they now the the courthouse and the American Legion building are have been fully uh, demolished, which means they are now able to reopen some city streets that have been closed in Mayfield since December because these construction sites are no longer these demolition sites are no longer uh, as dangerous as they were. So it's even a step in the right direction to allow Mayfield yeah. to start to feel a little bit normal but just by having some normal thoroughfares open that they historically have been able to travel. Mark Stoop said yesterday that Colin Goodfellow is out for the rest of the season. That is does not come as a surprise after what happened at Missouri at, uh, as they cleverly are trying to label it Como. Oh, they've called that for a while. They have. It, I, it's, it has escaped me until now, but I just hear it and I think, I'd like to go to Lake Como. That's the real Como, is in Italy. I know, Kokomo. I'd I like the one in the Bahamas, Kokomo. Not the one in Indiana, not so much, even though the uh-huh. Thomases say it's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, UK won without Xavier Wheeler and without Damian Collins and without the returning player of the year last night, convincingly. Ninety-five, sixty-three. They looked good. They did. And I, I give Howard's coach props. Beginning of the broadcast, Jimmy Dyke said, "Howard's coach says without Sheboy and Wheeler, we I think we're that. better than them." I was like, yeah, "More power to you, well, bud." Yeah, I mean, you got to talk a good game, then, right? Then, you can't yeah. come out sounding like what, a loser. What's his name? Son was on the team. He was there. Yeah, the actor. The, uh, uh, his name Ving is Ving Impossible. Yes. But yes. You, you know who Ving Rhames is? I see. My age group knows him as uh, from Lilo and Stitch. Ving Rames is, we have the meats. 
Oh, see the voice oh. for that? Yeah. Now, now I... That's awesome. Now I can... Big name. Was he handing out free coupons? <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, now that I saw Here's some roast beef for you. Oh, no, that wouldn't be allowed in Rupp Arena. You know, right. Alex Cook would have loved that. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're only in the know. Today is a bet and aid punsters day. Dennis, you got any good puns today you want to share? No, not under pressure. This is too much pressure. It's got to come when you get them. Yeah. Did you hear about the Italian chef that died? He passed away. That's more of like a dad joke than a he pun. Away. Yeah. I want to we'll, use that later. We can only, we we can only, can alone do so much. No, that's, it is um, Dunce Day. It is Dunce Day, and it is Pianist Day. Ooh, Ooh hitting close to home over there on Dennis. Not Dunce, because Are you sure? I was always a favorite in the class. I think the Dunce can be favorite. I don't think so. You don't think uh, so? Well, let's just figure it out. Dunce Day commemorating the anniversary of the death of Scottish philosopher John Dunce Scotus. Scotus. In 1308, he believed that the cone-shaped hats increased learning potential by allowing knowledge to flow from the point of the cap down and into the head of the wearer, making the person smarter. Can, does that mean we can add that to our K105 Digital Productions crew apparel? Uh-huh. Yep. It is uh, part of the I'd, uniform. I'd like to just hand one to Alex and see what he'd say. <laughs> he will not have any idea what that is. <laughs> Today is day number eight of thankful giving. Yummy. And... We day number eight is uh, tuna, Ooh. and I have uh, yeah yeah tuna in a pouch is day number eight. It's not smell o vision, Dennis. Oh, uh, yeah. I have Dennis. This. We know uh, well, Sam. We know how many calories yours is. Do you have a flight? Are there different flavors? I have lemon pepper. Do you lemon all have lemon pepper? pepper as well. All right, so we all have lemon pepper flavored tuna pouch that is going in our box for thankful giving. I'm going to go ahead and give you a head start tomorrow. Dessert mix. Oh, yeah. This is a product of Thailand, by the way. It is? I've been there. I had heard you have been to Thailand? Yeah, two weeks. Oh, neat. Uh, I just like, it says on the back, ingredients contains tuna. I I would hope so. I also heard from Becky yesterday that they already have their box put together and have it dropped off. And I was like, well. There you go. Some overachievers. Yeah. So, anyway, we're grateful for all the people who are helping to... I was gonna let Dennis okay, drop it go. in like 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 it's uh, trick or treat baskets. He can do it later. Yeah, oh, just make sure it gets in there. A shopper hilariously offended by the spelling of a family Christmas ornament. The uh, with Vicky Green spotted the wholesome ornament in a store, and it says family, but they swapped out the A, the I, and the Y. For something like one's a Christmas tree or whatever, and it says FML, which is apparently web slang for something not very nice. For my luck. I, you don't think that's it. but I yeah, um, know that. At least that's how I've always known FML. Interesting. I, I don't. Now I, I'm wanting to know if I'm getting old. Yeah, I, I, I think you want to follow up with somebody maybe a little younger than you, yourself on that. I, I, I think our teenagers don't perceive that F as four. Okay. Okay. So, 
I think this is uh, why. According to Urban knows. Dictionary, it is fix my lighthouse. Okay. All right. Well, get out there and fix your lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> What's that even mean? I don't know, but that's literally the first. I mean, it's not even the first one that pops up. Fix my lighthouse. Dennis, are you uh, in Thanksgiving mode, or are you all oh, over there at Cook Ranch thankful. just all in, and you are thankful? We are thankful. You can be thankful in front of your Christmas tree? Yeah, we are. We we have some some Thanksgiving decorations up in our dining room, and uh, our whole month at church, the emphasis is about being thankful, F-U-L-L, two separate words, okay. full of thanks. So. We're the whole month long, baby. Whole I just month. wanted to make sure that if you're already all the way over there in Christmas yeah. with a little bit of thankful, then you probably weren't interested in hearing about the new Thanksgiving mini pie donuts at Krispy Kreme. No, I'm interested. You are uh, interested? Yeah, I'm thankful I, for uh, those. Okay, I thought maybe you... There's a mini pecan pie donut. Oh, my goodness. Look at those things. There is a mini oh, pumpkin pie donut. Wow. What is the bottom one? There is a mini lemon cream pie donut and a mini Dutch shopping mode apple pie donut. Yeah, right there. That's that's got to be the one up front, doesn't it? Shopping mode? Yeah, because the pecan has to be in the back because the pecan's on top. And then the Dutch lemon cream is the back. Your your back middle has got to be your pumpkin pie. Yes, that's right. Back middle is pumpkin because it's got the whipped cream on top. The lemon is on the right. Mm -hmm. And then your uh, apple pie is there in the front. I would try all those. So they look minis, but they're on a server. You see that little silver Uh surface that they have right there? So they're not super tiny. They do look small. You're right. Well, I mean, they're called mini donuts. but, But mini, I would think, would like fit on a fork. But right. that's on a pie service. Right. So they're larger. They're not as big as a regular donut, but they're not exactly bite size either. Would Alea be in or out on these? You know, they, I'm going to tell you she's going to be out. Although they're, if they're small enough. If uh-huh. they're small enough and she can bite into them easily, uh-huh. then they're inbounds. That was her problem with the parlor donuts. Mm-hmm. There was just not any good way to attack them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like, where, where, yeah. do where do I start on this? Start? There's not a good place to... To dig in and attack, and so, bless her heart, that's what... Those look pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm just afraid four are not enough. Oh, well, of course not. Maybe four of each? Four of each flavor? There you go. A dozen. Somebody no, can have 16. Somebody can have my lemon. Not good with numbers. I don't know much numbers. I don't know much numbers. <laughs> you do have a calculator app if you need it. <laughs> a woman has earned... We've come far enough in our society. Okay. That now we have boutique Karens. You know, over the last couple of years, we've had just your societal Karen. Right. You know, everybody, like, mm-hmm. when, like the Karen in every crowd. Right. Well, now we have fractionalized into boutique divisions of okay. Karens. Let's hear this. I'm going to introduce you to barbecue Karen. No. A woman who ate some of America's finest barbecue called the police when her meat wasn't cooked to her liking, a restaurant in Raleigh, North Carolina, Clyde's Cooper's Barbecue, has been serving customers since it opened in 1938, mind you. Mm-hmm. So they've been doing it a while. And with 82 years of cooking quality food, it's been nationally recognized. Unfortunately, there's always someone who is hard to impress. And despite some people preferring their meat well done for health reasons, many meat eaters want that pinkish color. And so... This lady called the police 
They shared their encounter on Facebook and disclosed that the woman had was proud she called the police to report a concern about her barbecue meat. Now, this is the picture that was provided to us. And I if that's the picture that's of the it. meat, then I'm 100% fine with her calling the cops because no one should eat meat that red. Oh, well, hang on. Oh, hey, oh, hold Sam. up. Hold up. Absolutely. I, I, the I, cops? Absolutely. Call Norman Chaffins. <laughs> <laughs> Call Norman Chaffins. Can we give out his personal cell phone number here? I just don't. Two seven zero. I'm the kind of guy who just I I won't say anything. I in fact that's that's me in the restaurant. I, you know, I'll just be like, yeah, everything's great, even if I don't like it. I but I, I'll. I, I don't understand this. So, so you're telling me that if that happened at a local restaurant, I can't call Norman and he can't fix it. Yeah, I am telling you that. Yeah, do not call. I am telling you that. But wait a minute, Dennis. You're part of the problem, Dennis. Dennis. You you no, you you stopped. Continue your line of thinking there, though, because that's not the end of it. You won't say anything, but you won't go back or Yelp review. <laughs> it it depends. Everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a bad sure. You know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to just immediately cut cut them off. Now, I wouldn't mind saying if I ordered a steak um well done and it comes out rare, I don't mind saying, "Yeah, I think this is undercooked. It was well." And they're going to say, "Oh, absolutely. That's not right." But Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to call the police. I can but we've that. all run into those people, though, who will eat three quarters of the steak and then say, now I can't it wasn't cooked cook properly. <laughs> Send it back. I'm not, I'm not paying <laughs> and, for it or whatever. Somebody that worked in a hamburger restaurant for four years has the grill cook. It's amazing how many people will say, this isn't medium, and they'll bring it back. Yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. Well, you either wanted it medium well or you wanted it medium rare, but that, that right there is medium. And I think the majority of people, well, they're, they're just different types of people. There are people who will protest and throw a fit. <laughs> sure. And then there are people like me and be like, if I, and, and I'm with Dennis, if you have one bad experience, well, that's just, but if it frequently happens, I'm not right. necessarily going to tell you, it's like, hey, I'm never coming back, but you'll just notice I don't see them anymore. Exactly. I'm like, well, yeah, there might be a, yeah. might be a reason for that. Now. You were here a week ago today, Dennis, and it was November 1st, Mm -hmm. and you announced the start of your Thanksgiving Day conditioning plan. That's correct. I made that public. You were in training. (laughs) You were in training to prepare yourself. Speaking of Krispy Kreme. For Thanksgiving Day. Well. And steak. Think about maybe joining in on this. A Philadelphia man has decided to eat 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. I saw this. He did it. And he just did it to make people smile. Like, Uh he was just doing it. I mean, you could do a lot worse. I mean, you could do worse. How much of the chicken do you have to eat to Uh to constitute eating a a rotisserie chicken? That he put up flyers for his 40th. Yeah. And they all gathered like at the beach or somewhere, <laughs> yeah. and they watched him eat it. And it was like a ton of people. <laughs> he looks like a rotisserie chicken eater. He does. Don't don't hate on rotisserie chicken. No, I'm not. No, I mean it is a, like he just looks. He looks, he looks rugged. He's Come bearded. On. He's got a hat. It's a yeah. little cockeyed. His hat, but he's got his chicken. And like I'm a man. I don't man. think that chicken's Eating cooked well. Rotisserie chicken. Send, send it back. back. <laughs> Somebody talk to Chicken Karen. I think it's 1328. One good enough, Somebody right? Somebody yeah. get, get Chicken Karen on this thing. We got to get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Know. Oh, it's the rising sun. Did you know? 
your hair contains traces of gold. And just like that, Sam Gormley is the wealthiest person in the room. And it's not even close. Is it uh, all hair? Like with beard hair being included? Uh, I guess it could possibly. If it is, then... Congratulations, Neanderthal. Yeah. <laughs> money bags. Money bags, Neanderthal. That's right. <laughs> That's not even my back, too, guys. Uh, hey, is this one? Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Dennis, I know you're excited to hear that Dua Lipa is breaking into acting. Mm-hmm. I think that he's got a bright future ahead of him. <laughs> He does. Okay. Well. Okay. That's uh, that is obviously yeah. a woman uh, on the screen now. Yeah. 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 So I'm assuming she's a singer. She is. She is. She's good. She is. She's. She's. You'd really probably good. recognize right. her. Uh, her song. Yeah. No. Mark will sing it for you right now. I wouldn't. Levitating. <laughs> Levitating is good. Uh, but uh, but uh, if you don't want to see me dancing with somebody, don't show up. Don't. Uh, you stop sound now. just like her. But uh, I'm saying, trying to remember Faven can know the lyrics but it's about three years ago anyway she's good. okay she's, she's talented. good she's british okay um, nice so getting into acting good for her baby steps she's taking baby steps That's good i knew you'd be excited at the news that's why i mentioned it I lionel richie will receive the icon award at the 2022 american music awards which i guess is november 20th i think sure right before thanksgiving no, that's cool. But are other people going to sing his songs? Is that how it works? Uh, no, not for this, I don't think. Okay. I, they, it's not like... that. That is something... I guess sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Kennedy Center Honors, they mm-hmm. always get somebody to come and sing the honoree songs. Right. And sometimes they get it right. But I got it... Did you hear me talking about Darius Rucker singing Loretta Lynn the other night? I don't, you did. I, I saw I know him. Sam heard it, but it didn't... Yeah. I saw the video, but I didn't hear what you said. It just seemed weird to see Darius Rucker singing with feminine pronouns. Ah, uh, you know, because he sang Fifth City, so you know you've been da, 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 trying to take my man, and I'm like, huh? And I thought, is there something it, you're not telling us? His Darius? attire that night was interesting as well. What well, t-shirt and jeans? T-shirt and blue jeans. Yeah, nothing. At least. It's At good. least George Strait put on a nice, you know, button-down collar and blazer right. and cowboy yeah, hat. Which... Right. Got to be careful. You're talking about Darius Rucker that way. I'm hey. fine. I'll talk. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, fine too. The, the future mayor of Lexington might be uh, I got no calling on line one. <laughs> that would be great I got if he no called. Problem. Ten I movie. Text him. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll text him right now. Ten movie tropes that are not accurate in real life. Just Ten. Uh, no, there are not only ten, but there are ten on this list. Okay. Oh boy, the first picture. <laughs> Life's a garden. Dig it. <laughs> um, you know that's the thing about movies they they do need to suspend belief, but if they're not believable, then they don't hook you. But they have to make some. They have to take some shortcuts in order to make things. More easily understood. Mm-hmm. For instance, top of the list, police procedure. So you've seen the go-to move in the movies when the police sample the drugs. You know, they, they cut it open, <laughs> and then right. they dip their pinky in there, and then they taste it and go, 
yeah, that's definitely drugs. I've seen that. That that is completely not how it works. Oh. Sheriff Chaffins doesn't do that. D- they do not. They oh. do not do that. Um, Los Angeles parking. So in Los Angeles, when you watch movies that are on Rodeo Drive, or you see them just pulling up to the front door of a business, like they just pull into the parking what? lot and get out and go in. That completely does not happen. Uh-huh. It's not how that works. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. The reason Joe Dirt is up there are the redneck stereotypes that are on there mm-hmm. uh, that you will see in various forms. Storms at sea, surreal, ideal. Um, it was one of the Reddit commenters noticed how inaccurate movie disasters like shipwrecks or plane crashes caused by intense storms are, often letting the survivors come away with uh, come away unscathed. Nightclubs. Firing guns, hacking. You know how the hackers just sit down and they got their command prompt and they just put all that language in. I'm in. Yeah. It's kind of not. I thought it was hacking as if. Yeah, it's kind of what I was thinking as well. Uh-huh. It is the season. They, the dumb farmer stereotype. They yeah. try and do that and yeah, that's, that's not true. cool. That's true. Another one is New York City apartments. Friends gave. Friends and others gave people a really impractical <laughs> sense of the size of apartments in New York City. Yeah. Seinfeld? Yeah. Seinfeld at least appeared to be... Seinfeld was really limited to two rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was his bedroom and then that common area, and then you could see in the bathroom. And sometimes they would shoot in there like if he was in the mirror or whatever. That kind of made sense. But that was small. But Friends just was completely spread out. And, you know, 700 square feet in New York City will cost you three grand a month. At least. And then they talk about the nerdy girl makeover is another one of the uh, another one of the tropes. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah. Get to it. Is reconsidering his family's move to England. He said, I don't want to go. The Osbournes said they were going home. And now Ozzy says that he likes to be with the Yanks more than the Brits. So Ozzy does not want to return home. He's captivating, I tell you. And the new 2023 World Series odds are out. The Dodgers are at plus 500 to win the World Series next year, followed by the Astros, the Braves, the Jays, the Yankees, the Mets. Reds. You all want me to keep going? Uh, probably not. Are, are, are Reds last? If we get Aaron Does it have Judge, the full list? The Reds are four from last. They're at plus 10,000. Really? Look at us go. The Cubs are at plus 8,000. Awesome. <laughs> what you also do is combine your franchises. And I think we're going to get Aaron Judge. You would move way up the list. I mean, I don't, yeah. If the outcome's going to be the same, what difference is it make? <laughs> you know, we got to get to a break and come back. We've got more on the way. We're not giving Rizzo back, though. Hang around here on the end of the night. MB's point to ponder for today. What word or saying from the past should make a comeback? Now, I'm already on the record. And I'm not saying I'll bail out. This will be my only one. But I'm well on the record for replacing ahoy as the telephone greeting <laughs> instead are, of hello. You're now, on record. I am curious to know, Dennis, did that... Did that practice sort of fall by the wayside, or 
It has, but, then, okay. but that's sad, though. Okay, so I'm reminding you again that you. you need to work that back into. Yes, sir. Well, that was like May. Is that something like May when we last? I've gone through that? a lot. You have, I know, but time. here we are six months later, yeah, and I, I still it, use it that seems excuse, that, though. It seems that maybe that skill has atrophied in you a little bit. So uh, let's get back to the ahoy, I don't know much if words. we can. Are there any others? You want any old old timey words, Sam, that you know, or phrases to come back? I'm too young for that. I mean, old timey for you could be like 2009. Uh-huh. True. The, so. the the correct. I I want to. In fact, I was reading more about that lighthouses thing, and I was enjoying it. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe <laughs> Sam wants to get back to an era where we did more lighthouse fixing. Yeah, because than that says, other stuff. It's. When a light when a lighthouse keeper was made fun of, his retort would be, "Why don't you fix my lighthouse?" Which was shortened over time to FML. This term was made famous in the Great Battle of the Soul Bay in 1902, where 14 people died and one person broke their glasses. No, no, oh, not no. their glasses. You're kidding. Not their spectacles. So that's that. There's my answer. Why don't you fix my lighthouse, <laughs> Dennis? I don't know. You got any you want to? I don't know. That's a good question, though. Okay. I don't know that I have one. We don't call idiots. We don't call people idiots near as much as we used to. Is that and that's a bad thing? Is that what you're saying? I'm. I, I think we should probably get back to it. I mean, I have here's what idiot here. like like digit without the d. Yeah, idiot, idiot. I've never heard that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've let it. I've let Jack Wagon get all the oxygen in the room. Like well, Jack Wagon has yeah. suddenly become the thing. By the way, which is great. Jill Wagon's also pretty good. Sure. But it's kind of. You know, idiot is more of a broader term. Jack, Jack and Jill Wagon seem to be gender specific. Anybody can be an idiot. <laughs> Try it on Mark for size Buckles, Dennis. everyone. <laughs> Try it on for size, Dennis. You'll you'll like I, it. Is that in the dictionary? Appreciate it. Uh, it's probably in the same dictionary oh. that fix my lighthouse is in. Let me ask Alex. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, where? Yeah, get, Paul. I'm sure Alex is away. Yeah, I'm sure he's up. He's probably listening right now, in fact. Oh, yeah. Midterm election coverage tonight across multiple networks, but on Fox, The Resident, and then on Food Network, beat Bobby Flay. Oh, you're right. Hmm. It is in the dictionary that I just looked at. Can you see where it would be a useful use? It just says, here's someone who is highly forgetful. <laughs> I'll try to use it. Oh, today. okay. Can't can't say that one. Yeah. Now I'm in, Now I'm enjoying reading through this. Oh, today's see. highlight in history. This date, 1923, Adolf Hitler launched his first attempt at seizing power in Germany. In 1793, the Louvre began admitting the public. In 1864, <laughs> President Lincoln won re-election. <laughs> like using it in a sentence, too. In 1889, Montana became the 41st state. And without it, we wouldn't have Yellowstone, uh-huh. except it's filmed in Utah. Stop Don't tell me anyone. stuff, Sam. Did you not want to see how it was used in a sentence? No. You learning all you need to know about yeah, idiots? Yeah, and I don't know that I can. I don't know that I need to be saying that. Apparently, okay. this was idgeting every ten minutes. <laughs> Today's highlight. Now, by the way, we'll I said old time words. Yeah, and so that's one from my. Uh, I'll say adolescence, if not childhood. What they've done with it in the urban world, like in the urban dictionary landscape, okay. what they've turned okay. it into, that's not on me. I can tell you what it represented in 1982, and that is pretty much the same thing as what I would call a jack wagon today. Okay. Bonnie Raitt is 73. Mary Hart is 72. Gordon Ramsay is 56. 
Courtney Thorne Smith is 55. ABC News anchor David Muir is 49. Tara Reid is 47. Jack Osborne is 37. Giancarlo Stanton is 33. Lauren Elena, the country singer, is 28 today. She's in a Hallmark movie. Gone but not forgotten. Edmund Haley, Haley's Comet dude, 1656. Oh. Brom Stroker, Dracula dude, 1847. Margaret Mitchell, Gone with the Wind, dude at 1900. I like how you're doing this, actually. Esther Roll, she played um, the mom on Good Times. Ah. She was born in 1920. Morley Safer, born in 1931. I know that name. Minnie Ripperton, 1947. Because Morley, wasn't he on 60 Minutes? He was. Uh, Minnie Ripperton, she did that song, Loving You, that Ellen Griswold sings in Vegas Vacation. Just outside of your range. Just a bit outside. Okay, Bob Uger. All right, chart toppers. Let's fire up some yeah. Conway Twitty from 1958. Gordon Jenkins to his friends. No, Harold Jenkins. Harold Jenkins. I know, Leroy Jenkins. Are they? I don't know I got Gordon. I guess because we were just talking about Gordon. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. My hopes and my dreams come true. <laughs> Conway was a still a little rock and roll here at 57. It's, it's a little more Elvis here almost. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm still kind of mad I never got to go to Twitty City. Where's that? Tennessee. You, you can go to some place that, that rhymes with it that is in Grayson County. Very close, huh? Been there. Uh, not recently, though. I mean, by there, but not... <laughs> Not the same there. thing. It's not. Mm. N- well, I was going to say there's no entertainment, but I will bet there is entertainment. He sounded pretty young there singing at times. Song. Yeah, you know well, why? 1958. So you I mean, know why? No, why he sounded pretty young? Because he was probably 1967. Sam and Dave were number one. Coming to you on a dusty road. Yeah, he, was, he was 25. He was my age when he sang that. When that song was number one. Coming to you. Harold Lloyd Jenkins, too. I mean, I'm not saying Conway Twitty is a bad name, but Harold Jenkins isn't that bad That's of a bad. name. Is it well known what his nickname was? Or like, you know how Elvis is the king of king of rock? That he was the high priest of country music? I never heard that one. I haven't no, heard that it's, That's one that escapes me. Um, Wikipedia says it's huh. got to be true. The high priest of country music. Is that because his hair was so tall? This is a great song. Get you give me. The wretch of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Like a seven minute long song, but it's good. Oh, yeah. It is always helpful. The ship was the and it's a true story. Tim Hawkins, comedian, has a nice parody of this song. As the big freighters go. He does? Tim Hawkins? Yes. <clears throat> no, it doesn't want you to stop playing it. kind of messed up. Record skipping over there. Mm-hmm. Put the needle on the record. All right, let's see. All right, this may be as far as we're going to get today. Oh. Let's go to 1985. 
Hummer. The Miami Vice theme. The words were easy. Words were easy to remember. I like that. Get my white suit. I had a Miami Vice poster on my wall, by the way. Oh yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I've got to do this one for Dennis. Nineteen ninety four was the year. Mm. She don't care about what's in style. She just likes the way he smiles. He was on the Loretta Lamb Tribune. That was the young came out saying, yeah. Did you have a mustache like that too? Living on love. I want to see your eyes gone now. Nobody got curious. Look at that hair too. Oh yeah. Uh, Stacy's mom, Fountains of Wayne in 03, oh, 2012, man. fun, some nights, oh. and a year ago today, Adele, Adele. and uh, Easy on Me. Wow, you passed on those three songs to play Sorry, that. Sorry, we're out of time. Hey, we're out of time. country, I, brother. I, I, I got to go vote, and we're out of time. And Let's go all vote. All good stuff. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, there's only one thing more painful than learning from experience. And that is not learning from experience. The only thing more painful Ooh, yeah. than learning from experience is not learning from experience. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the... <laughs>